I didn't think about this, but it just occurred to me this morning. You were on the fourth episode of the pod. Okay. And now you're on the 40th episode of the pod. Nice. Now I gotta be on the 44th and I can be like the Jay-Z of this podcast. Well, I was gonna say, I was like, I guess that means if 400th comes around, you got okay. you got a reservation? I don't know. <laughs> that makes a really long gap. Alright, as long as I get number 400, it doesn't have to be until 400. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't like to, you know, whatever's in the cards, but I... I highly doubt. Maybe time, <laughs> maybe time will make a fool yeah. out of me. But I Yo, highly doubt. If you doubt. get to four hundred, I hope that you are very rich and famous because of this podcast. Oh no, I. But you know, like I said, if you, you know, if it is around, don't worry, man. If we're still friends, I guess I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you become too cool for me. I don't know. So oh, uh, never, never. You can't forget where you come from. Yeah, I know, man. Can you believe we? Uh, ten years ago, we graduated, bro. Yeah. Hey, you think they're gonna have a reunion? I know people are, like kind of working on it. I know I want like somebody to play it, but I know I don't want to do anything. I'm down. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I'm not going. So it's you're not going. Nah, man. I mean, I've already been to New Orleans twice this year so far. I I'm going sure. again in the holidays. I don't really feel like going back, but you know, I, I mean, I I want to go, but I'm not gonna go. So. It's like, I feel like the internet has completely taken the need of high school reunions away. Like, I know what everybody is basically up to and doing and their kids look like and shit, but... Yeah, man, I don't... You still kind of, you still kind of want to see. I don't know what you want to see. I feel like it's also different if you're, like, single in a relationship. Yeah. Like, that kind of changes the dynamic. Yeah, I mean, I, I... But honestly, like, no disrespect to our graduating class, but, like... Besides you and maybe Joe and and Fish, like there's only like maybe five yeah. or six people I'd like be like, oh yeah, I want to hang out with that dude. So, eh, eh you know. It's... I feel you, man. Look, again, as you can see by my level of effort into the reunion, like that's how interested I am. But I would, I would genuinely enjoy going to it if somebody plans. Well, it. if I if they have something towards the end of the year. Like around Thanksgiving or Christmas, I'll, I, I should be able to do something, but I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Honestly, yeah. that's the only way I'll be in town. I'm Any... not gonna make a trip just for it. Yeah. Anyway, let's start the pod. All right, hold on. Let's get it. Let's get it. Ah, <laughs> oh, sip of tea, sip of tea, delicious. Okay. I'm drinking this detox juice is disgusting. Oh, oh. Are you like, what? Ugh. Why would you drink that? Did all you right. drink last uh, night? This is all right. I know that I'm saying this on a podcast, so it's not private, but I'm saying it for real, right? I can, I can edit out anything. Don't okay, worry. I'm going to Paris, right? What I later found out in uh, in Paris, that in the time that we'll be there, it'll be fashion week. So I feel like I have to have my body model ready just in case some happy accident happens. Like, yes, that is an indication of how good looking I think I am. But, like, still, you know what? You'll never look. I became famous like that. I'll be glad that I drink this nasty ass cayenne pepper juice. I can't. You know what? I can't blame you because, like, so I've started working out. I'm trying to get down to like 165. I'm at like 174 right now. Uh, and honestly, and I've been trying to get tan and stuff like that. Honestly, seriously, the only reason is because I started going to Barton Springs pool, and there are like these ripped dudes, and like. Like, not even ripped dudes, but dudes with abs and dudes yeah. without love handles. So I'm like... And it, you just feel bad. I was like, I gotta step my game up here, man. He's like, my personality is only so good to make up for this gap. You know what I'm saying? I need to be able to take my shirt off at some time. Oh, yeah. Actually, I gotta... I've been going... Like, this is my third week in a row. And I shit you not, 
there was a lady who recognized me from last week because she was like, oh, I know you. You have that tattoo. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. And I just kept walking. I'm like. Was she hot at all? No, she was a grandmother. <laughs> Damn. Damn, I was about to say that. Everyone was checking you out. She knows you're just tattoo. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'm not. I don't like octogenarians. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get going. Okay. minutes into this okay hello world welcome back to the flores and friends podcast i hope everyone's having a great saturday this should be coming out wednesday uh happy summer i guess i mean it's not really summer yet but it is summer um today i'm joined by frequent guest very popular guest very fun guest dalvin ford jr how you doing man i'm doing great man thanks for having me yeah man like uh it's been a minute. Like usually, I see you around March or something. The past couple of years, because you usually come down for South by, but you didn't this year, so it's all good. I didn't take it personally. I mean, I, I mean, I just had plans. I had T-shirts <laughs> like, made no, up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like one is like I'm getting too old for South by, so I have to like find some other reason to go to Austin. I still might go to ACL. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. Like I was, I think I told you I'm. Uh, I've recently embraced sobriety into my life, and so, like, I don't mind going out downtown or going out around town, like, by myself. That doesn't bother me, but it, but really, there's no reason to be, to partake in South By if you're not going to be drinking or, like, yeah, having... unless you want to take in the music. Like, I genuinely, like, every rapper I'm listening to now, I saw them two years ago at South By, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's really a good breeding ground if you care about music like that but like to get to really bands i really want to see like you gotta shell out some money and i'm like oh, oh hell yeah uh, it's, it's definitely a thing yeah it's definitely a thing anyway so we got a few topics to talk about we got speaking of music uh but uh-huh. oh i guess we'll i guess we'll talk about the big news that came out like last night i mean before we get to the music dude kingdom hearts 3 january ah. 29th 2019 it is finally happening I don't know how I'm going to react to having video games back in my life. I basically have not played video games since the last Kingdom Hearts. Same. So same. I, I plan on being fully immersed, but video games are such not a part of my life. I don't know what it's going to like feel like. Because I'm going to be like rushing home to finish it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. I, like, okay, I, I told people, I was like, I told this dude I work with, I'm probably going to take like a four-day weekend just to play that game <laughs> yeah, all dude. weekend. Because I... I, 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 I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, dude, I don't know how people who, I guess people who who didn't work in high school maybe were still could play video games, but I felt like once I got a job, I was like, I don't have time to be, like, juggling school, work, and, like, a dedicated lifestyle to video games, man. Uh, see, like, you gotta just ignore the school part. That's what <laughs> I did. <laughs> so I, ugh, no, I, I'm, I'm not as uh, gifted as a lot of my uh, fellow... Franklin students. Uh, uh, I sacrificed my grades for sure, but <laughs> but <laughs> I couldn't. I didn't have that luxury because if I had sacrificed my grades, they would have kicked me out. Like I would never have graduated, so I had to do the best I could with what I had. So I feel you. But yeah, dude, it's finally happening. It'll be like 
So I did the math, and it, it'll be the this Kingdom Hearts two. We're not counting all these side quests and two point eight and all that yeah, bullshit. I haven't played any of those. I Me don't neither. No important story points in that. You can watch a YouTube video them. that'll catch you up. You don't need to play all that whack shit. But I, I did yeah. I did the math. So the the game Kingdom Hearts two came out March. It came out in the U S. March twenty third or twenty eighth, two thousand six. So by January twenty ninth, we will be about a couple of months short of thirteen years. Can you believe God that? Damn. I know. It's amazing that, that they've held our attention for 13 years. We are fundamentally different people than we were in 2006, and we're still like, "Oh shit, I can't wait." Oh, dude, I was, I was telling, I was, I had this conversation with a dude because he's, a, I work with because he's a gamer, and I was like, "Listen, man, I played the first Kingdom Hearts when I was like 12 or 13, so it, I was the same age, like." I, I, it's been that long. Thirteen years has been that long as when I started playing these games, and I'm like, that's so crazy that they fucking. Uh, I was like, I'm still not convinced. I'm totally expecting like delay. Like, oh, we said. I will. Yeah, I will not believe it until I like press start. <laughs> yeah, man, I can't. Yeah, but video games, like E3 is this weekend or next week. I can't remember, but it's like, I don't even. I don't even like. I, I'm so worried about this game, like, with loot boxes and, like, you know, like, paying money for shit. Like, all the unlockables that they oh, had in the first yeah, two games. Been, like, again, because I missed a generation of video games. Yeah. Like, paying for stuff in a game is still very foreign to me. Yeah, and, like, like are you, I hope there's not, like, an online component. Like, a lot of games have online components, and that doesn't make sense at all in the Kingdom Hearts world. Like, yeah. but I guess, I, yeah, go ahead. I'm super curious about all of these things, yeah, because I don't know if I'm I'm interested in that kind of gameplay experience. I just want like one big long ass quest, yeah, to finish and just finally figure out what the fuck Kingdom Hearts is, like what the yeah. hell everything has been doing this whole time, because like because the story doesn't make any sense. But not, it makes at so much all. Sense. not at all. Not at all. It was the same conversation with my but my coworker. I was like, look, dude, dude like, it doesn't. That was the most immersive world. That yeah. I've like ever. Yeah, I remember being sixteen or seventeen, like playing the game and like wishing that I was in the like castle from the last level. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Because it was like so intricate. And he's like, I could imagine the place completely. Like, huh. I, Shit, I, I recall just grinding in that game, like leveling up and like, and like, oh man, I. Fuck, it's such, it's such great games, man. Such great. Did games. you ever beat Sephiroth? I never tried. I was like, you know, you gotta know, you gotta know your limit. And I'm like, I'm not gonna even fuck with that dude. You're not even ready to play it yet. They feel, I feel like they shouldn't even let you play three until you attempt to fight that one. Well, I like a thousand times. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Maybe in this time, like, okay, so we're currently recording this in June. Uh, It'll be about seven months. Uh, so maybe in that seventh month, I'll get my, I'll get match fit and beat Sephiroth maybe in both games. If and you beat him, I will be never more impressed with you about anything in your life than that. Oh, well now you, now I'm, now I'm on a mission now. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so the other recent thing that just happened was, and I think you said when I, when I, when you wanted to come back for this volume, you wanted to talk about this, the NBA finals. Oh yeah, I mean, I definitely expected the finals to be more climactic than it ended up being. But I mean, obviously, I love basketball. I love the finals. So, I watch the shit out of it. So, I'm sad Steph didn't get a finals MVP. I'm a, a Steph stan, which is so you know what, a tough place to be these days on Twitter. But so, what were your thoughts and feelings about the entire playoffs? If you had to say, 
I think that, I mean, a final sweep doesn't really indicate it, but the Warriors look worse than they ever looked. Like, oh, absolutely. The Rockets absolutely could have, should have beat them if it wasn't for injury. 27 and, straight. Yeah, I feel like the league is close to being like having a bunch of super teams. I saw somebody did like a simulation where basically every team only maintained their two best players and basically everybody else was at flux and the teams that they were able to create and all of those teams look like genuine threats to the Warriors. And the fact that the Pelicans have like a potential to have an interesting team they're absolutely not getting LeBron I wish they would but I don't think that's gonna happen but yeah like even the fact that the hometown team can be good it makes like for really really exciting times in the NBA I'm excited about everything uh so yeah we you you talked about the Rockets I I I can't believe they I can't believe they should have won like I was like all they had to do I was talking so I was I was uh talking about it at work I was like we have, like, okay, so, like, the average, like, a typical NBA player shoots about 30%, 33% from three, you know, like, kind of one every one in every three, right? So, out of that 27 missed, uh, 27 straight missed three points that the Rockets put up in Game 7 in the Western Conference Final, if they had just made nine of those, yeah. that is 27 points right there, and that definitely would have put them way over the Warriors. If they had just made... <sighs> It's fucking maddening. That's how basketball is, dude. Like, if you look back at the finals that the Warriors lost to the Cavs, like, Harrison Barnes went two for 40 on the series. If he goes his normal averages, the Warriors win. Like, it's it's always shit like that. Somebody's going to go cold. Sometimes it'll be a whole team. It's but the game of statistics. <laughs> I, I, I'm a Bulls fan. Uh, I think I've mentioned that several times on here. And I actually feel bad for the Cavs. Like, I hate the Cavs, but, like, I feel bad for him, mainly LeBron, yeah, because tough. it's not fair. Like, I'm like, dude, this dude is giving it. I mean, I don't know if his hand was really broken or swollen or whatever the hell, but, like, this dude is putting up numbers. numbers. And he's he he scored 51 points in game one and lost. Like I don't know anything about LeBron personally, obviously, because I am just some dude, but... I think that he just, you gotta give up, but like, fuck it. He realized when he scored 51, he still didn't win this nothing I was gonna do. And he never really cared as much as he did that first game. Yeah. And I don't blame him, because like, that's gotta be like such a gut punch to lose like that. And that really killed the whole series. Yeah, and then in game three, when they were possibly maybe could win that one, the Warriors just went, nope. And I was like, well, fuck, yeah. I didn't even watch the game last night, cause, or Friday night, because I was like, I already know what's going to happen, so I'm not even going to bother with this. This is pointless to me. So I'm like, it doesn't even matter. Like, and I feel like that's the thing that everybody's complaining about. Like, oh, you know, in the NBA, everybody knows what's going to happen, and, like, that's killing the league. But, like, you're more interested than ever in the offseason. And now you're basically consuming the NBA all yeah. year round. Definitely. And, like, yeah, it's just like the finals is just one part of the NBA season, but sometimes it's not even the best part. Like, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. I think it made the whole NBA experience better. Yeah. Um... I'm tired of – I'm going to go on – you know, I know you're the king of hot takes, but I, I'm going to go on a hot take here. Okay. Let it be known, I am saying this on the record, at 11.26 a.m. on June 6, 2018, year of our Lord, 2018, LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. I don't care oh. any what oh. anyone says, LeBron James oh. is better than Michael Jordan. I don't care. Uh, all right. I feel like there's multiple uh, definitions of this, right? If you mean better as who would win in a game against one another, I definitely think LeBron would win. But I think if you were to put 
LeBron onto Jordan's Bulls and put Jordan on all the teams LeBron's been on, Jordan would probably have like six championships at least. And oh, like, I feel like LeBron would still have the same number. Well, here's the problem. Then we have to talk about the eras and the styles of play, like at the current time. Like, are we going in the nineties? Right. Are we going? Even more beneficial for Jordan because, like, he was, became a decent three point shooter, and like he would have much more incentive to shoot threes, and plus he got fouled so easily. And a lot of stuff back then wasn't fouls. He would get probably twenty free throws a game but, if he wanted to. Okay, but I will say this. I'll, I'll say this. Jordan is the greatest player. Like, he will go down in history as like. The face of the NBA in perpetuity. And LeBron is the best all-around player. Yeah, and LeBron, there is nothing Jordan can do that LeBron couldn't do. Probably the just as good or better. That is my take. And there's stuff that LeBron can do that Jordan absolutely cannot. Yeah, there's no way Jordan could ever play center. Like I really like. There's no. Right. There's no way. no way. I mean, I don't think. LeBron- I think Jordan could approximate a good point guard, and he could probably, if he wanted to average 10 assists a game, he could absolutely do it. But, like, I feel like that would be against his ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah. a natural scorer. Like, LeBron can really do both. Like, you see him score 50 points in a game and facilitate the whole offense with 10, 11, 12 assists. I don't know if Jordan can do that. And you, as you said, you don't, know, you don't know Jordan. You don't know Braun. I don't know either one as well. Unless some big revelation comes out about LeBron, I actually think LeBron might be a better human being. That's just me. Oh, God. That's not even close. Like, that, and I, if you want to include that into the discussion, LeBron is easily, easily the greatest. Well, no. Actually, Kareem will still be the greatest. But Yeah, Kareem is probably. Uh, he would definitely be better than Jordan. Jordan, I mean, he opted out of social consciousness. Yeah. I mean, and, and look at him. He's a billionaire. Like, yeah. that's a trade-off you got to make in a capitalistic society. and. More power to him, I guess. But I will say, I still say that my favorite player of all time is Magic Johnson. I think Irvin Magic Johnson is like... He's definitely the most fun to watch. He's sure. so... And he's... Not only is he fun to watch, but that man is just inspirational to me. Like, I just... I'm like... He radiates positivity. You know what I'm saying? Right, well, look. Can I, can I add to that? Yeah, just go ahead. To jump off this point. Just to bring a little more racial harmony to the show. You know who's one of my favorite players to watch? And I'm not even joking. Larry Bird. Larry yes. Bird was incredible, and I feel like people don't really understand it. And like everybody likes to joke, like if he played now, he would be ass. He would be so no. good. Like he was ridiculous. absolutely not. He could score in a post at will. He could hit threes at will. He could get open his own shot from anywhere on the court. He was a great rebounder, and he could basically pass like Magic. He just had absolutely no athleticism at all, which would be problematic. But he would still be a, like a ridiculous offensive player. And you neglect to mention he's the greatest shit talker in NBA oh, history. Yeah. I mean, like when you have that built-in disadvantage that people are always gonna like try to comfort you hard because you're white, and like you already notice you're better than him. I can only imagine the levels of shit talk he's developed in his years of like murdering black dudes on basketball <laughs> courts all over the world who just like refuse to respect them until he beats you like twenty-seven to nothing. Uh, he's like, I, I don't, I can't remember which player, but there's a story there with Bird. He's like. I'm going to jump, I'm going to get the ball inbounded to me, I'm going to come right over here, and I'm going to swish it for three, right in your face, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. And then he went out and did it, and I'm like, that is the coldest dude in the world. I remember the first, like, if I had Twitter in the year, like, 1995, I would have definitely retweeted this video of my dad had a tape of, like, the NBA Finals, I mean, not the NBA Finals, like, All-Star Weekend, and when Bird hits the three... Like and starts walking off before it goes in. That was the coolest 
coolest thing that like childhood Dalvin had ever seen. <laughs> like he was just dripping in sauce. Like it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I had to be that dude. Oh, That's when man. I started fell in love with like wanting to be a three point shooter and like when everybody else loves Michael Jordan, I love Reggie Miller and now I love Steph and like yeah, that's just like that's changed my basketball life. Okay, let's talk about the major, the big story of the summer, the big free agency story. Okay, where is LeBron going now? Where do you yes. expect him to go, and where would you want him to go? Where do I expect him to go? I believe the Lakers. Okay. It does. Uh, where do I want him to go? Obviously the Pelicans, but that's not really an option. Uh, I think the Rockets. I think that they would be good enough to beat the Warriors for sure. They would. I wouldn't say they'd be favored over the Warriors because they would have to have a pretty trash bench, and I don't know how they'd be able to build something decent. Yeah. But even without a decent bench, they would still be a serious, serious threat to the Warriors, and I think that would be the best possible team. You don't um, think he stays in the East? I do think, I mean, like, the 76ers are a solid option, but, like, I don't understand why he would want to play with Ben Simmons. I know Me that either. he's taking some, like, mentorship role of him, but, like, why would you want two LeBron unless LeBron is ready to not play the LeBron role yeah. anymore and something else? He's going to go off that, ball or something and, like, like that. And, like, I can see, I mean, look, LeBron's a basketball genius. I'm sure he's got something in mind for, like, what he would do if he played with Ben Simmons, but, yeah. I, don't, I just don't see it basketball-wise. Uh, so, and, like, what else are the main options, right? Like, I yeah. don't really love the basketball version of the Lakers. Like, him and Lonzo are kind of redundant. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, well, the thing is, I guess, with if he goes to the Lakers, who could who could come with him? Because apparently they have, like, a bunch of cap space that they could pay him yeah. and another yeah. superstar. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, Paul George fits on every team. He's yes. A, great defender who shoots threes. I mean, we don't know what's going on with Kawhi. Kawhi should be the number one thing on everybody's list. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kawhi's probably the third best player in the NBA, maybe fourth. And, like, people are just, like, not talking about him at all. I think it's because it's a, it's a sad story. You don't want to see... Everyone loves Pop. You don't want to see, like... Yeah, nobody's, like... There's never been a fallout with Pop and a player before, but, like, yeah. all right, every other franchise has dealt with that. Like, he, they're still just one of the franchises. Like, we got to move on. If he's available, he's available, you know? Yeah, I, I really think if Kawhi leaves, Pop probably should call it a day, man. Just like, or take a ba- or take a front office role exclusively. Let him, let him, uh, let him take a draft pick first. <laughs> I mean, I just that don't know. What, what else is he playing? What else is he coaching for? Like, what? I mean, we never heard of Giannis onto the two Kupo. months before the draft. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, if any team can find a dude like that, it's the Spurs. Like, I, I will never feel any sympathy for them. They are too good at this. Okay, I, I would agree. I really want him to go. I think I want him to go to, obviously, the Pelicans, but that's not happening. And definitely not the Bulls, because fuck the Bulls right now. Uh, <laughs> the I guess, I guess it would be most interesting in a Western Conference Finals if he went to the, if he went to the Rockets, but... I don't know. I don't trust James Harden and Chris Paul to do anything. Like, I don't... They have to prove it to me. Yeah, but they'll have LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. I just... James Harden, man. I I really don't like him. I, I'm sure he's a cool dude. Yeah, but no, I really that's, don't a, like that's him. the biggest disconnect. He's, such, he's one of the weirdest players to be in because he personally seems like a very cool person. Yeah. And the way he plays basketball statistically is amazing, but watching it is ass. <laughs> Not enjoyable at all. Yeah, it's and it just it, it just sours the way you feel about him. And I'm still bitter at Chris Paul. I'm probably gonna hold on to that for my yeah. I don't. 
Look, man, when he was playing for us in New Orleans, I put up with oh, a lot of his on. bullshit. And now that he's gone, now I can fully hate on his bullshit. Come on, man. You know that dude was too good of a player to be stuck in the George Sheen-owned Hornets. They were not no, I'm not day. saying. I'm not saying. I completely agree we screwed him over. We never gave him the help he needed. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But that doesn't mean he didn't pull some bullshit while he was playing with us, like some like flopping, some whining. Oh, just, yeah. That, I mean, that's just the kind of player he is for real. I just, I can't stand that, man. Like, I'm like, uh. That's true. I, I can see that. Anyway, do you want to go to music or do you want to go to the World Cup? Uh, up to you. It's your show. Uh, I'm good either way. Okay. I have lots of takes about both. Okay, we'll do the, since we're on sports, let's stick with the World Cup and then we'll get onto the music scene right now. Uh, so, World Cup starting next weekend. Um, All right, you are more of a casual fan than I am. Or can you say you are genuinely excited about the World Cup? Uh, I would have been more excited if the U.S. or, like, Honduras or Ireland were involved. But since all three of my teams aren't involved, I'll be watching it because there's nothing else on. But, like, okay. uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world is a Deutschland fan. So I'm going to be rooting I'm gonna be rooting for Germany because I want, I want him to be happy. And, you know, I'm like, sure, I'll root for him, I guess. I don't know who yeah, else I'm supposed to root for. Rooting for Germany, wow. Way to go out on a limb. Like, they did a, uh, SB Nation did a, like, an article about Yeah, yeah, I sent that to you, I sent they're, that to you. Abs- yeah, that was you. Alright, abs- they're absolutely the Bama. How are you rooting for the Bama of this tournament? Because I just, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I'm not saying if they lost or something like that, I'd be, like, devastated. I'd be like, wow, that's a, that's, that's shocking. But, like, I just don't know who else to root for. I'm like, I, I'm not, I don't want to root for Brazil. I don't want to root for, like, Argentina or something like that. I'd rather root for, like, I don't know. I just. Yeah, eh. I understand. So for me, uh, again, there's no United States. That's generally who I root for. My European country is always France. I know that's where my ancestry goes, at least the white part does. And, yeah, so France is one of my favorite teams. I'm going to be in France during the World Cup, so I plan on, like, wearing the gear and, like, really, really getting into it. Uh, but also, you know, you got to root for every African country. Oh, and, yeah, definitely Nigeria. Yeah, Nigeria, I mean, Nigeria is historically, like, the most talented African team, uh, but they never really do anything of note. It's, like, the thing that kills us. I don't know why. It's, like, a, African teams are so talented. They have such big-name players, but they never really go anywhere. Yeah. So, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe this could be the year. But, I mean, maybe not. I definitely, I definitely won't be rooting for Mexico because... Oh, one of my favorite villains of the tournament. I hate to see them do anything good. Yeah. I, I, as rivals to the United States, I'm like, fuck Mexico. But, like, I feel too Trumpy saying fuck Mexico now, so I just, like, <laughs> silently root for them to do poorly. That's uh, a great point. <laughs> I didn't even think yeah, of that. I just, I've never had any, like, I don't know, racism towards Mexicans. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I don't hate Mexicans either. The only time I would ever even say shit, like, disparagingly about is, like, watching U.S. Mexican. Yeah, exactly. That's, I, I love... Look, I've never been I to Mexico. Yeah. yeah, I love the rivalry. And look, I've never been to Mexico. I really don't have any desire to go to Mexico. But I hear it's lovely, and it's got a town full. It is nice. It's a country full of uh, wonderful people with wonderful culture. Like I don't disparage that at all. But <laughs> fuck that team. It's like you're reading a pamphlet. Yeah, I mean, like, I just, I, I like, I don't want to give the impression that I'm like, you know, I'm like, build the wall. Like I'm not like that at all. I just like. <laughs> I just, I just hate that team because fuck that team, right? Yeah, they're full of like bitch ass players. That's really what it is. It and, makes it uh, really easy to not like. 
I guess, I mean, I guess I'll be rooting for England, maybe? I don't know, I guess. Uh, yeah. England is always fun to watch. They're always, like, again, if you watch British soccer, which most Americans do, well, I mean, most Americans who watch soccer do, uh, yeah, it'll be all your favorite players. And, and it'll be there yeah. being slightly above average. And they always, and if they don't even go far, they always seem to lose in comical ways, so that, at least we have that to look forward to. But, like, all right, but <laughs> if there are any casual you know, people who are on the fence about watching the World Cup, and they know that I'm a soccer expert. I'm about to give you teams to watch for interesting players. Can I, All kinds of good stuff, can right? I just say one more? I'm also going to yes. root for Japan because I always love Japan, so I'm, I'm going to be rooting for they Japan They also as well. always have sick jerseys. Yes. Like, I feel like, alright, not to be like racist, but I always root for teams that are majority not white people. That's weird to say in public, but <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, like, I, I always have a a respect for the Asian teams and root for them in their games. Same thing with like the Arab nations. Obviously, I, I root for all the African teams. Yeah, and yeah, the, the United States. But yeah, fuck Sweden, right? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't root against Sweden. You know what I'm saying? Like they had lots of for all those years. It was easy to like Sweden. Okay, so you're saying, gonna give Sweden, it. If Sweden was playing Spain, I'd probably root for Sweden. If Sweden was playing like, oh, yeah, it's another I team we never talked about. The okay, so give us your teams. Give you were about to give us your teams. All right, yeah. Okay. Belgium. Belgium is the dark horse. They have never been good on this big stage before, but they have arguably one of the most talented, talented teams in the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we mentioned Germany. Germany is the favorite for a reason. They're a machine. They don't make mistakes. They have 22 good players. It doesn't matter who they sub in. They're deep everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Brazil. Brazil, also talent-wise, is probably right there with Germany. They just defensively have uh, lapses. And that seems to haunt them at the worst time, as you remember the yes. 7-0 loss. That glorious, uh, glorious, glorious game. <laughs> yes. Uh, Spain, yeah. Spain will have the players. I don't think they have that, like, the elite talent like okay. they used to. Their system is still there, and all the players are obviously very elite. But, I mean, when you think about Spanish football, you think about, you know, Madrid and Barcelona, and neither of those teams are led by Spaniards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can kind of see that when the national team plays. It just feels like they're missing that one guy to come in and, like, mop everything up like Messi and Ronaldo usually do. Uh, yeah, uh, Uruguay is always an interesting team. You know, they've got two big-name players in Suarez and Cavani. Uh, they'll score a lot of goals. And they're in a really easy group because Russia is trash. Yes. Uh, Egypt has one good player, and I'm rooting uh, for Egypt. Obviously, as an African team, very hard. Also, I'm rooting very much against Saudi Arabia because it's a very equal country. Yes. And, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Maybe they can get out. That's an interesting group to watch, even though all those teams are bad. But if you really, like, you don't have no job, you know what I'm saying? And, like, this game came on at, like, 8 in the morning and you just woke up, this would be a very good way to start your day. So, uh, what do you, so who do you got? Who do you got winning it all? I, again, I'm biased. I've been speaking about it the whole time. I legitimately think France is going to win the World Cup. France has top-end talent, the same caliber as Germany and Brazil and everybody. Uh, They've been playing decently. Uh, Usually they go into these tournaments playing pretty bad, and they're known for like having the greatest team harmony. But it seems like things are going well, and I think that if they're all playing their best, I don't think anybody can beat them. Paul Pogba is an amazing player. Antoine Griezmann scores goals like crazy. They have a a bunch of good defenders around from... Uh, Real Madrid, they have Mutiti from Barcelona. Like, they're a very good team. They have N'Golo Kante from Chelsea, who basically makes it impossible for other teams' midfields to function at all. He 
he has four lungs. He's not even human. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like France. Uh, I guess I'll stick with Germany, but honestly, I just want a good tournament. Like, I... I, I, yeah, dude, I'm hoping for some epic goals. I just want a few goals to remember forever, like the like the Hamas goal or like a, a nice bicycle. Yeah. And some, some good games, good high-scoring games. Uh, I hope the defenders don't bring their best boots or whatever soccer expression some British person would say. So do you think – let me ask you Let me ask you one more question about the World Cup. Do you think the – do you think Morocco wins the bid or do you think the, the Mexico-United States-Canada joint bid, you think we're going to finally get a get at her? Nah, what do you think? Uh, no, nah, I think the United States is like toxic right now on the international scene, and I think people are going out of their way to avoid it. I, I mean, I heard that there might be some secret back plans to do a Canada-Mexico World Cup, and if so, do that, because nobody really wants to bang with us right now in any capacity. Over Morocco? Like, <sighs> Morocco, like, Morocco bro? Sick, dude. It's Morocco. We're fucking the United uh. All right, come on. Come on now. Morocco, I would rather go to... Would you rather go to Casablanca or New York? I mean, that's, that's tough. Uh, well, eh. Uh, I mean, the only downside is that it's the literal desert. But, like, Morocco is, like, a beautiful mix of French culture and Arab culture. It's a lit place. I'm not going to let you just disparage Morocco. Like, America is ass. Again, okay, <laughs> Morocco is a wonderful country full of wonderful people with a wonderful culture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look. I, look, I got nothing against Morocco. It's you just will like more likely get robbed at a World Cup game in New Orleans than maybe in Morocco. I got nothing against Morocco. It's just like, come on, guys, we haven't had a World Cup in what since the nineties. Like, come we on. don't, we, we don't deserve it. We're not in this World Cup. We're not participating on the world stage as a government. Why we don't deserve any treats? We're bad. I'm trying to get the World Cup. I'm trying to get soccer. Like, if, I really think to get soccer to kick off in this country, like, I, I hope and expect it will. What, what do you, what does kick off mean? It'll never be more popular than football. I can never imagine, like, everybody care about soccer more than anything else. But now, there's enough soccer fans to fill stadiums in Atlanta. Like, there's enough soccer fans to, like, have full parties for World Cup games for, like, regular season Champions League games. Like, people are into it. This is a I'm telling you, I've gone on the record, I've said this, I have other people to back me up on this, I have said, 2030s, NBA and soccer will be the two biggest sports in the United States. Yes, because they have a very big international feel to them. It feels like something bigger, and I think the NFL has doubled down so hard on we are the greatest American thing, and that just doesn't feel as fun anymore. So I really think the NFL has plateaued, and it will be on the decline in this next decade to come. That's that's Especially my thing. Yeah, it's, I mean it's weird because I think soccer silently has just as big as a concussion problem as the NFL does. Yeah, but it just doesn't feel as dirty to watch soccer as it does. Though. Yeah, the envi- the violence, like lots of reasons. Yeah, the violence in soccer, I guess violence in quotation marks. The it's incidental, but like yeah, but it's but in, 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 in the NFL in the NFL it is it is foundation fundam foundational no. I don't know. Fundamental. Fundamental? That's the one. Okay. Sorry. I had problems with words for a minute there. Uh, But I like, I think it's, or I guess it's inherent. Like it's part of the game. You have to to hit people to make the play stop. But you you also have to head the ball. Like there's no way you can play a soccer game without heading the ball at least once. And think about how hard those dudes kick the ball and you have to just like take that. You know what I'm saying? I guess. 
I, I, and, like, I, every day in practice and every, like, they tell you that the thing that doesn't really, not that the big concussions aren't the ones that, like, hurt the most, but it's, like, those micro impacts and those small concussions yeah. that you get from, like, like, I can only imagine how fucked up, uh, somebody who's been playing for years. We have taken this way beyond stuff that we're qualified <laughs> to talk about. Okay, let's move on to the to the next topic. We we were gonna do sports and we we're gonna talk about music because this has been a very interesting time. I guess in the hip hop, yeah. Right now, yeah. yeah. But the main thing we want to talk about is everyone. It's been spoken about for probably the last month and some change here. But like, so Pusha T versus Drake. Yeah. Wow, that was a very interesting, brief, potentially not over beef. Um, yeah. I hope it's not over. I'm really hoping, like, he maybe it's tinkered it. with Scorpion to get it out. Very get much to... be over. Yeah, I... I so, had... like, yeah, on one side, yeah. I do believe that it's possible that he had a, a disc on the album and he's going to drop it anyway. Yeah. Because everybody's going to be interested. And, like, having these quick responses to beefs is only a modern thing. Like, I think Ether came out, like, three months after Jay-Z just him, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of a new thing where you respond the next day or the next weekend. Yeah. So maybe if Drake comes with some fire shit on the album, he'll be back alive in this beef. But otherwise, he looks terrible. I completely, I look at him as a different person now because he got dissed so scathingly. Yeah. So, so for anyone who doesn't know what me and Dalvin just are talking about, so basically what happened was uh, Pusher released. Uh, God, what was the His first album? Daytona. Daytona. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The and then on infrared, infrared, yeah, on infrared, he had. He dropped little disses at Lil Wayne and uh, Birdman and Drake throughout the album, but the real one was Infrared. And then immediately after, almost immediately after, uh, Drake released Duppy Freestyle. Yes. And Which we, was a, an awesome song momentarily. No, I, I hated that song from the from Jump. I was like, this song is whack. I don't even know what the hell this is. But then... Oh, I thought it was dope as fuck. Okay. But, <laughs> but, but it's been it's been relegated to, like... like a joke. A joke, a joke now, now, because shortly after, Dr- uh, Pusha released the story of Adidon, I hope I'm saying that right, yeah. with the infamous, like, blackface cover, and he fucking destroyed Drake, like... Yeah, like, man, he three generations of Graham men, it was ridiculous. It's... I remember, I just remember listening to it, I, I think I was editing the last, my last pod, my last episode, when I heard it. And I was, just, I just had like my fist in front of my mouth, like, "Oh shit, is this really happening right now? Like, he is really doing this right also, now." Is it a hot take to say that Pusha was much better on this beat than Jay Z was? Because he was. Yeah, he borrowed the story of OJ song, uh, beat, which I really liked on four forty four. But yeah, I think absolutely destroyed it though. Like, yeah. Not only was like he was spitting venom at Greg, it was awful. It was awful. The man has multiple sclerosis, and he did that. You know what I'm saying? Well, like that, was, that was going to be my next question. Do you feel in rap beefs? Oh, do you no think lines. there are no lines? There are no lines. There are no lines. I had nope, there are no lines. But like, people have the right to feel fucked up about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, there obviously are lines in rap beefs because some rap beef used to end in murder. So obviously, when that line is crossed, that line is crossed. That's the line, though. You know what I'm saying? There's no like, ooh, that really. Come on, you're not allowed to talk about that. But like, as far I'm as musically to... goes, there are no lines. Yeah, there are no lines. I mean, I do think that you will run the risk of losing a beat if you say something too dumb or yeah. too out of pocket. I think people might not side with you. Like, yeah. I can imagine if somebody had like a dead child 
brought that up. I said that people would really be like, hey, that's disgusting. But maybe not if it was on a sick enough beat or if it was getting just hard enough. Because, like, that's what made the story of Adidon so good. It, information I didn't know. I didn't know about his child. I didn't know about this woman. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that his dad, it might not even be true, but it just makes me look at it. It creates a new per, uh, perception of Drake that I, uh, a new lens I might see him through. You so, know what I'm saying? Like, I think of him as less black as I thought of him before. There is no black person or biracial person that had their black person in the house with them that would ever take that picture at all. Under any circumstances, I don't know if not a single one, zero. <laughs> so the fact that you were raised by a white woman, your dad was never around, and like here's a picture of you in blackface, it makes me really think like, damn, this dude might be really putting on a very elaborate act. You know what I'm saying? He might not be. He might really be an industry plant. Like he might. I don't know. It made me completely look at him. Different. I still I, love his music. I will like, say. Uh, I will say the only the only thing I would say is everyone talks about the diss at forty for having multiple sclerosis. Ugh. That wasn't the thing that got to me. It was the little bit of a barb that he threw at his mom. I was like, oh, man, leave his mom alone. Like, why we got to bring his mom into this? She hasn't done nothing wrong. Like, she didn't yeah, say um, shit. You know why he brought his mom into it? Because in Drake's the last hit song said it. That's the only thing he loves. And he really wants to fucking hurt his feelings. He just really, really wants to hurt Drake. Like, that's why he, literally the last <laughs> song he had on the radio. That's the best part of the song. Let me take that away from you. Let me make that a source of pain now instead of a source of joy. Like, that's a next level. Yeah. Like, I. Like, the most disrespectful line is that he's like, I don't, it makes me feel like tongue in cheek. Like, he's saying, like, oh, you should embrace this woman, even though she's a porn star. And then literally the next thing out of his mouth is just, yeah. It's like, oh, God. Like, it's just so disrespectful. Look, I love Pusha T. Like, I was not a Clips fan. I mean, I, 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 I didn't really start getting into hip hop probably till late high school and college and stuff like that. So, but like, I love Pusha. The first time I ever heard Pusha, and this is gonna probably be embarrassing, was on Runaway, and I loved. So you had never heard like Brandon? Of course you had heard Brandon. Probably. I don't know. I can't. I'll listen to it. I don't really know. Okay, that's not Were the there point. Black people at your middle school? No, I went. <laughs> I went to a, first off. I lived on the West Bank. Second off, uh, the that middle school I went days. to was all white people and one black girl. Uh, yeah, it was a Catholic uh, grade school, elementary school, and stuff like Damn, that. So, that's why you missed out. That's why you missed out on the clips. Because like you, you know that the song "Grinding" is famous for its drum pattern from Pharrell and like. If you ever had a desk or a pencil, you tried to make that beat on your desk. Like, it's just, they, I think they outlawed it at, in, <laughs> in eighth grade. Like, I, I feel like I remember teachers being like, please shut the fuck up. Like, you know what <laughs> So anyway, like, I, I, when I heard him on Broadway, I was like, ooh, shit. Damn, this, this Pusha T gentleman is very good at rapping. Uh, He's indubitably. <laughs> in my whitest voice. Uh, but like, so, so I, I was always like, man, I love Push T. He's so fucking ruthless and awesome in everything he does. And, like, I, I got to say, I was like, I fell more in love with this dude for what he did. I was like, except the mom thing. That's the only, that was my only little nitpick with that song. I was like, man, you didn't need to do that. But all right, sure, why not? No lines, okay? There's no lines, apparently. But, I think uh, in, the, in the grand scheme of, like, what this, if this means anything for hip-hop, which I think it kind of does, because Drake is definitely the number one guy right now. Yeah. And this is a huge... Uh, loss on his record. He, he hasn't had anything like this before. Yeah. Uh, with, and how he bounces back from that, how this album is received, how his persona is received, 
you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think if he has some type of moderately scathing diss of, of, it doesn't even have to really be of Pusha T. It could be about the whole good music. If he has some really just vicious ether about Kanye, I think that would still kind of count. But, uh, yeah, I think his this is the first time we're really anticipating his, his album to hear what he's going to say, not just to hear what it's going to sound like. Speaking of which, great great transition here. Uh, good music and Kanye. So they're on their like I guess surgical summer or whatever the hell they're calling it. Uh, <laughs> they're releasing an album like every week uh, during the first I think in June. So yeah, off to an interesting start. <laughs> so you, let's start with Daytona. Uh, did Daytona I take it? Was good. I would not consider myself a Pusha T fan. Okay. Uh, just because I acknowledge there's lots of rappers that I acknowledge as good rappers. But I just don't want to listen to them because their music is like boring. I'd rather hear yeah. like their greatest hits than a whole project of theirs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Pusha T was definitely one of those. But hearing that, especially after this is the first piece of music we heard since like the Kanye like meltdown, right? Yeah. Other than his two like loose songs, I was like, damn, these beats is hard as fuck. Like Kanye might really have not slipped off musically at all, like because these beats are all fire, every single one of them. Yeah. And Pusha was good on them, and it made the whole project good. Like. Am I listening to it a lot? I'm still listening to Infrared every now and again, but like, it was still a good album. I, I, I really dug, uh, I liked Infrared, but I really dug, uh, If You Know, You Know. That was like, I was like, yes. that was a good song. I really dig that song. I it was like a good album. a lot too. Which one? Santeria. Oh, yeah, with, uh, what's her name? 070 Shake? Yeah, is she it? had a song like uh, two years ago that I like really was like obsessed with and i was wondering what happened to her career it's good to see that like somebody picked her up yeah dude i was i really dug i was like i really hope she has something else coming up soon i was like she seems seems like a good um a good I, fun. I mean she has an interesting voice which is, i'm sure is why kanye i think he only collects you for like one part of your persona <laughs> and that's he just uses that for that one song yeah and otherwise he doesn't promote you just ask kid Cudi, but <laughs> yeah well we're getting to that okay so I also really dig, apparently this is the thing they're doing, the seven songs, like, under 30-minute runtime. I really dig that, because it makes the replaying of the album really quick and very uh, exactly. efficient. I really dig that. Um, you binge listen. Yeah, and uh, I, I would agree. I don't think Cl- Pushes is a classic. I don't think Daytona is a classic. I mean, it will go down in probably rap history for like, what... if you're a Pusha fan, I'm sure this is up there for yeah, you, right? It was, like, but if you're just a casual, it's like, oh, this was an interesting project, but... Yeah, I really, I really, like, again, I like Pusha T. Uh, I like his style. I really dig him. Um, so let's get to the big, the big one. Yay. I, I, I'm hoping that's okay, how it's well, I disagree with the premise that this is the big one, but yes, yay is... But it's, okay, what, so... eighth solo album? Okay, but by big one, I meant, like, this is the one everyone was like, has Kanye lost his fucking mind? Because do you want to do you want to touch on the whole slavery is uh, a choice mean, thing or yeah, not? Yeah, he said literally the dumbest possible shit, and it made it very hard to publicly be a fan of him anymore. Honestly, oh, like uh, I think that the the position I kind of took on it is that he clearly has been existing inside of a bubble for a very long time, and I think it got a lot worse after his mom died. That got a lot lot worse after being inside the Kardashian circle, but. If you listen to Kanye West's music, uh, it's always been songs about Kanye West. But in the beginning of his career, he was like us. He was very relatable. When he was telling his story, his story was our story. But like post-808s, he is the most famous man in the world. Everything he does, says, tweets is like a big deal. And now that guy is telling his story, and it sounds crazy. But it's still very interesting. 
but we should have been able to tell that he was heading towards something like very lonely and very alone where he was not in a place where any other people would be on his level or fucking with him because he's like been a god in his own mind unchecked for a decade yeah i uh I, I, I totally echo what you said about the whole defending him publicly. Like, everyone was like, so I was talking to some people I worked with, and I was like, you know, look, man, I I don't, I divorced Kanye, the person from Kanye, the artist, years ago. Like, so I don't, I don't care what he does. Like, I don't care. I mean, I don't want him to, like, obviously, I don't want him to hurt anyone, but, like, I don't care when he says something stupid. I'm, I totally expect him to say, I mean, that was pretty egregiously stupid, but, you know. Yes. And, like, I, I feel like it was just, obviously it was a stupid thing to say, but saying dumb stuff in preparation for an album to come up with publicity is not out of the realm of possibility. It's just that he has to realize his position in yeah. the world and how people still viewed him. And to say something so historically inaccurate and dumb and in this political moment where people are listening to you and they just need to borrow your celebrity to, like, yeah. put out these horrible ideas, it's just more proof that he was, just like, not in the real world at all. And like he's always kind of had his finger on the pulse of the culture, and right now he absolutely not. And my and my little short review of it is, it's all right. The album's all right. And yeah, I, I would say the beats are fine. I think that the fact that he's alienated uh, all of his writers, uh, you can tell he cannot rap anymore. Yeah, I, I that was my biggest. I think that's my. And we're gonna talk on Kid C Ghost next, but like that's mm-hmm. that's my that's my vibe that I've been getting from these last like what he the little bit he had on. On Daytona and what he did in Yay and a little bit on Kids and uh, Kidsy Ghost. I mean, we should have known that he was heading towards this when he released an album. I mean, a song with basically no lyrics. Yeah. On an incredible beat. Like, that would have been one of his best songs if he put words to it. And he couldn't find it. You know what I'm saying? I know Kanye's smart enough to know what a hit song sounds like. Yeah. And like, he, he threw that beat away. That's the thing. I'm like, man, he is... I don't... I was like, it's really bad when you're listening to a rap album... And you're like, man, the hooks are really good. The the beats are really good. The you know the instrumentation's the really good. Are really good. They're like, excellent. Melody is everything. And then he says words, and it's like, nah. like, oh, like, okay. So like, my favorite song on, and I know you had. I'll let you give your spiel on Yay real quick. But like, but real quick, my favorite song in there was "Wouldn't Leave." And you know why? Because I love "Party Next Door," and I love, well, I love "Party <laughs> Next Door" and uh, Ty Dolla Sign's like chorus on it. Like it's like. I like that neo soul kind of like choir. Like I think we've talked about how choir adds makes everything better, and I really dig like the the, the soulfulness of that song. But I gotta tell you, when he starts rapping, I just kind of tune it out, and I'm like, oh, this is nice, I guess. I mean, he's saying some pretty interesting things, I suppose. But I'm like, other than that, like same thing with violent crimes. Like we had a conversation about violent crimes, how you have a problem yeah, that's with it. Is, oh, that's shitty. But yeah. I I dug you know I dug the chorus. Like I was like, yo, this is a nice and this is what this sounds like a good song. But like I'm like. But once you, especially after you pointed out the problematic verses in that song, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess this is kind of a. I was yeah, like, that eh. song was it, it was it was cringeworthy on first listen. I could I haven't even like I don't think I'm gonna do it a third time. So what? So what would you? So, what do you think is the? I guess I don't know about the problem with Ye, but like, what do you? Is it the rapping? Is you think it boils down to the rapping? Well, yeah, I mean, look. I want to say, as far as the content of the lyrics, uh, whatever is problematic to me, that's not law. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just because I find it weird doesn't mean it's weird. So that doesn't bother me as much as how poor the rapping is, how low level the fucking rhyme schemes are. The, yeah, like he's not making any punchlines. This is bad. He's not rapping anymore. Uh, as far as songs that I like, uh, Ghost Town, just because that was some 
premium level Cuddy humming. Yeah. Uh, and All Mine is a, is a pretty catchy song just because he's the, the falsetto hook. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. That's the only song that had any like re-listen value to me. The beats are all incredible. They all feel wasted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, so after those two projects, I was in a position where like, okay, Kanye is still not dead. You know, like he's, as weird as he's gotten, I can still hear the talent is there. He's making beats literally as good as ever. But his ear for his own lyrics is completely gone yeah. until he dropped. And unless he does something like criminal, like egregiously like awful, I will always give Kanye West out music. I will always give Kanye West's music a chance and the benefit of a doubt because he gave me my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like I don't care what he does. I will always give that man his music a shot because I'm like, you know what? Kanye West has no bad albums until now. No, and this isn't even a, I don't even, even think it's even bad. Like, yeah, it's not even bad. It's just not good. It's just it's just all right. Like it's like we don't expect just all right from a Kanye album. It's like eh. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Did you have you gotten the chance to listen to Kid See Ghost much? I've listened to Kid See Ghost at least ten times since we spoke. It is <laughs> one of their best piece of work, both of them. If this was just the Cuddy album, it might be the best Cuddy album. It is incredible. It's everything I wanted from them. It made all I don't know. I feel like I'm. I know I don't have the discipline because if I had any type of desire to boycott Kanye West, which I really didn't, but I wouldn't have been able to resist these songs. This is the shit. If you like Kid Cudi and you like Kanye West, you will like. Yeah, free. I was like, this is a song right here, man. I was like, that was. I was like, fuck. This is when a I heard song. what the sample of Fourth Dimension was like, and I hear like the build up. Like yeah. I remember that song playing at work. You know, I know that song. And it's the fact that he turned it into that fucking beat, and he was getting actual lyrics on it. I was <laughs> stunned, stunned. Yeah, it was all of oh, it's it's, it's almost perfect. I was Honestly. at the, the pool. Fact that it's so yeah. short. Yeah, that's another. That's another. It's only. It's less than twenty four minutes long. Like that's not. <laughs> that's like the length of a it's common really half hour TV show right there. Yeah. Uh, it's barely even an album. I was at the pool yesterday, and I listened to it like probably, I think like twice straight through like i listened to it twice while i was at the pool you know just soaking up sun the sun and stuff like that but like it's such a great dude it's such a uh, maybe he just needs to be a producer again like maybe he just needs to be like okay i'm just gonna produce i don't want to be involved in the rapping maybe a feature one or two features on an album but like mm. listen listen if kanye is listening to this podcast which i'm sure he is um this is what he needs to do. He needs to release, like, a DJ Khaled album. You know how DJ Khaled releases yes. an album, but it's, like, no songs from him? Yeah. Kanye, not only is his best power the fact that he can sample good sounds and make good beats out of them, <clears throat> he can also do the same thing with people. As you've seen, like, he only uses Cuddy for his humming. He only uses Ty Dolla Sign for specific kind of things. He only uses Charlie Wilson's voice. Like, he knows what he wants out of an artist. Yeah. Give him the whole music game to choose from. He picks new artists, existing artists, takes their verses, their melodies, and puts a, a whole album together with none of his words on it. He would make probably a masterpiece. Do you think he could? Do you think? And I don't want to like psychoanalyze Kanye because apparently everybody likes to do that. But he, I, I think he's confessed he has a huge ego. So it's like, do you think his ego? You think he's been humbled enough to take that kind of like over? Like, uh, like, like. I don't think that Kanye would be capable of making an album where he says absolutely nothing. Okay. But I think he could be convinced into an album where he says next to nothing because I'm sure he respects people like 
Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre does shit like that all the time. You know? yeah. so, like he doesn't, you know, that like Timbaland doesn't put himself on songs really anymore. You know, you age out of that, and he always knew he was a producer first, and maybe he can kind of like cop to that. I don't know. It's a very interesting time for him, man. Like I don't know. Yeah, I'm... he's politically toxic. Like a lot of black people will never fuck with him again, and deservedly so. Like I've I've seen on my own Facebook timelines how people are done with it. You know. Yeah, man. I am unfortunately not one of them. I, I again, I was like, I abhor what he said, but I think but if I, you, yeah, I will say this. I will say this. If he goes on tour, like him pushing Kanye to promote this music, I'm not going. I can't give him that. I can't support him. Like oh that. no, I would never go to a like I. Here's the thing. That whole I know you saw you went a, you went to a life I of Pablo. Content, yeah, but yeah, I was I like, dang, Jesus. I, uh, I'm just like I don't really need to see Kanye live. Like I don't really need to. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to do that. That's fine. I'm good. I don't need to do that. Uh, and like I was like, there were a couple of shows where he kind of went off the rails and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't really yeah. want to watch. I don't want to have to be in a crowd of people I don't know to watch something weird going on. Like, uh, okay, let me let me separate it like that. I think because I've seen two Kanye concerts, I can. It makes you want to hold on a little bit longer because, like, yes, the Life of Pablo tour was bad. He was off the rails. He was tripping. And I can see how that would, like, color your impact of wanting to see him live. I also saw him on the Yeezus tour, and that was the greatest shit I had ever seen in my life. By far, nothing has ever been even remotely close. That was an amazing <laughs> show. He came out with a literal mountain. Jesus Christ came out of it multiple times. It erupted like a volcano. He had on a diamond mask. It was insane. 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 The, the moment the song Blood on the Leaves came on, like the whole, oh, it was, yeah. I can see why he called himself Jesus. It was a very religious experience. That was, uh, I'll, I I I'm, I hate to admit I did not. I actually didn't like Jesus at first, but then I was like, "This is trash." And then I was like, "I actually said Magna Carta, Holy Grail is better than Jesus." And then I was like, "I like let yeah, three months slide," feel foolish, and, right? and I feel like a goddamn idiot because I was like, "Jesus yeah, is fucking amazing." I was like, "Why did I not like? Maybe I just was expecting There's something no different." At the time. We weren't used to the, that less. It was like noise almost. It was like yeah. very sparse, harsh sounds. Yeah, and like now, I think people pre- play with production in so many weird ways. But you used to hear weirder shit. Oh yeah, like on um, for instance, like on uh, feel the love, like on 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 Kids See Ghost, where he's like, he's like da da da, he's like ba da da da, he's like that. I was like, probably a few years ago. Wait, what? Yeah, that's like definitely sounds like leftover Yeezus stuff that he got to use again. And if, if I had listened to that like in 2013 when Yeezus came out, I would probably been like, "What the fuck is this?" But now I'm like, "This is dope! Like this is fucking awesome right here." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, I think that does it for the topics. Are you ready to get into the questionnaire? Let's get it. Okay. Thank you again, man. I know you. I know you like to do this, but I also really appreciate like my friends taking time out of their day to do this. Like it's no, really great. Time out of my day. I'm doing this to myself, like to a blunt. Saying <laughs> <laughs> having these same conversations. Okay. All right. The questionnaire. What's a skill or craft that you want to learn one day? All right. I feel like I'm gonna give an actual, real, like professional answer. I would like to learn to code. I should really like look into doing that. It would make my professional life easier and better. I would. My earning potential will go up. This is a very boring answer. I just want to hear myself on tape saying this to make myself do it. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you this. Do you listen to your episodes? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Because I've had I'm people... That kind of guy. That's why I love Kanye West. I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> 
I've had I've had people who are on there. I'd be like, "Oh, the episode came out really good." They're like, "Oh, I didn't listen to it." I'm like, "Why not?" They're like, "I don't want to hear myself." I'm like, "Oh, okay, I guess." I mean, sure, why not, right? I mean, but I mean, it's, it's I'm telling you, it's a good episode. You'd probably like it. The, yeah. I was like, you'd probably enjoy it and stuff like that. But there are some people who can't stand the sound of their own voice. I mean, I'm, I'm I hate the sound of my own voice, but I just love the sound of my own opinion. <laughs> Dalvin Ford. I hate the sound of my own voice, but I love the sound of my own opinion. Feel free to use that quote. <laughs> I think we got the title right there. Uh, <laughs> okay, I know you're a big TV fan. I know you have a bunch of different shows you like, but okay, so what is your favorite TV show on the air, off the air? You know, what do you got? I'll tell you a show that I've been almost on accident, and I love the shit out of it. Barry on HBO, that show is fire. Could not believe it. Oh, that reminds me. It? Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I, I watched the pilot. Okay, so binging has spoiled me. Like, I, I watched the pilot of, of the first episode of Barry, and then when I couldn't watch the rest of the season, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, man. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait till this season's over, and I'm going to blitz it. And I think the season is over, right? Yeah, I watched it in its completion on HBO Go. I'll probably watch it this week now that I know that I'll, it's over and stuff like that. It was that. so good. The fact that they went able to like continually ratchet up the humor and continually ratchet up like the actual drama of like people getting killed was hilarious it's also like a pretty good uh sopranos parody kind of built baked into the show it's <laughs> it's so funny so, and it's also very heartfelt at times like it's wild so do you okay so, so besides barry do you have anything else uh, I just finished season two of into the badlands that show is fire as fuck if you like mm-hmm. kung fu it's another one i need um, to get into yeah, only look, I will say my people have their like mindless TV and stuff that's just like always on in the background. Some people watch The Office. Mine's just kung fu movies slash content. Like I can just watch people do like ninja fighting all day. <laughs> so Into the Badlands is like an actually very good, well paced show. It's kind of a a little it's got some Game of Thronesy elements. Yeah. But it's their fights are usually solved by like really, really well choreographed sword fighting and yeah. you know, hand to hand combat. I will say it's Imagine the best fighting sequences of Daredevil on steroids. Like, it's much oh, nice. better than all the both shows. Yeah, it's very good for that level of stuff. Speaking so, of Daredevil, yeah. I actually uh, started Cloak and Dagger this week, and it's awesome. Also, because oh, okay. it's set in New Orleans, it's really weird, uh, geographically speaking. Like, dude, for instance, okay, so, like, <laughs> they live they live in the East Bank, right? I, uh-huh. I can't, I think they live, you know, somewhere mid-city, somewhere around there, right? So they're like, "Hey, we're having." They're all in, they're the characters in high school. And they're like, "Hey, well, uh, <laughs> there's a party tonight, you know, in the woods." And I'm like, "The woods?" Woods. And they like they're in the woods, like in the woods. And I'm like, "Where the what? Where what?" And then I shit you not, like one main character chases after the other main character through the woods, and next thing you know, they're at an above ground cemetery. What? Dude, I was just like, wait, t- wait, what? Whoa, hold, stop everything here. Where is this? Yeah, I know. I was like, where is the. I called my mom literally. I was like, mom, you not believe what I just saw. It was. What is this shit? But it is a good show, and I'm really excited about it because I am a Marvel fanboy. Um, I will say, yeah. Iron Fist completely ruined their momentum. I oh, yeah, those Netflix shows. Those, I was binging the shit out of those shows until I watched that one and, like, hated it. And then it kind of killed my desire to watch everything else. Yeah, Je- I watched the Defenders though, but I haven't watched Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, I'll. It's so like 
I thought the Punisher was slow. Jessica Jones 2 is so slow and meandering. Yeah. And I was so disappointed because Jessica Jones season 1 is probably the best Marvel season. I agree, but it was mostly... Uh, not the, Her performance was fine, but I think the character Kilgrave was just so interesting. Yeah. That, and I will say, he comes back in kind of like a flashback, kind of mental, like psych, psycho, yeah. psychological way. Yeah. Uh, in the season two and that's literally the best episode like i was just looking forward to that the entire time and it's just so but i will say season two sets up a very possibly interesting season three so i'll give it season three a chance i'm also going to give luke cage a chance yeah Uh, i mean i like the show luke cage i just like the character luke cage so i'm definitely cool with giving that show another run and And, i mean i was i was gonna say and they have iron fist season two i will not be watching i will give it a (laughs) shot because they're Hopefully, will be some course correction because I mean, you can always just watch one or two episodes and then call it quits because like you got to give it at least three episodes though because that's usually when the stuff starts because Netflix, for whatever reason, is adamant that every season must, must be thirteen episodes except Defenders, which merciful, mercifully was only eight episodes. Uh, but I will give Iron Fist season two a chance. I'm excited for the only show that I feel like I'm genuinely still excited for is Daredevil: The Punisher. Yeah, Daredevil 3 is coming, and Punisher 2 is coming. That's going to be pretty fun. Uh, I enjoyed both of those shows. I don't think I actively enjoy any of the other ones. I just watch them because they're yeah. decent. Uh, each, each, of them, each of them have moments where I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And especially, like, like for instance, season one of Luke... Uh, we're going to get back to the question here, by the way. But season one <laughs> of Luke Cage was awesome when they show his origin, and then he yeah. literally comes out of, like, that tube in his classic Luke Cage outfit, I was like, you just want, that's, that's all I needed to see right there. That's it. And, uh, and I, I mean, I think that a lot of the, the problems I have with Luke Cage is one that he's kind of like a respectability brother, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, don't say those. That's kind of corny. And the fight sequences are, again, after Fresh. watching the show, like, Into the Battle, like, it, terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Then maybe he's, you know, sharpened up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they'll, they'll get up some new stuff, but if he's still doing these big slow punches, yeah. Uh, uh, that's gonna be boring. Anyway, the other show I really wanted to plug real quick. I started this weekend was uh, Netflix, uh, the Toys That Made Us. Uh, oh, okay. It, it's like it's like hour long episodes, like forty five minute long episodes, like about like the first season I watched. It was uh, Star Wars, then it was uh, Barbie, and then it was He Man, and then it was GI Joe. And it goes through kind of the history of like their production and like the history of their like their significance and stuff like that, the impact on culture. It was really interesting, and I'm really looking forward to season two, and I highly recommend everyone who's a nerd like me about, and especially I was really big into action figures as a kid, so, like, that was, like, and, like, next okay. season has, like, Lego and stuff like that, and has a lot of That's interesting, to, yeah. Yeah. Now, now that we're plugging nerd stuff, one last show, did you watch Explained on Netflix? Uh, no, Explained? That show is fire. All right, so it's, like, produced by Vox the media company or whatever and it's oh, like oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i watched the first episode on um youtube and they were like oh it's got a netflix show i'm like oh fuck yeah 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 Yeah. so it's like brief explanations of like stuff that's hot right now so the first episode is cryptocurrencies and it is a fairly good explanation of how what cryptos are how they became so popular what is going on with them kind of now and they have an episode about every, like everything that's popular it's so good i just very quickly i'm probably gonna watch it again so when i want to relearn stuff about those topics. For some reason, I can't think of any of the episodes right now other than the crypto one. I watched... Uh, no, no, no. I watched the... I didn't watch the first episode. I watched the one on monogamy. 
The one on monogamy yeah. was on YouTube for free, and I follow Vox on YouTube, and I was like, oh, it's a really good episode. And they're like, guess what? You like this episode? There's more on Netflix. So I was like, oh, yeah, I got to check this out, man. This is really good. It was good. Yeah. Okay, so next question. We I, really love TV. We, we really love TV. Like, okay, what is something, you know, a joke, a movie, a video, a meme that makes you laugh every time? Mine is a tweet, all right? I'm pretty sure it's at Tyler I am. It was like, it was like he was talking about family matters, and he was like, every time Harry and Winslow would come down the stage, the whole audience would be like, "Whoa, you looking trash!" Every time I think about that, I like, I crack up. I, I don't know what it is about it's like the number of O's and the woo or whatever it is about that tweet. It's just like the funniest tweet of all time. It lives in my brain. Oh man. Okay, so there. Okay. <laughs> That's I know a tweet. I know the person you're talking about, and I know that tweet. That's a great tweet. One of the greatest Twitter. It's weird how like I'm on Twitter so much that I can appreciate people who are very good at it, like yeah. him, like PFT commenter. Like, how are you so good at this? How did you spend so much of your time to become good at Twitter? With it's wild. Yeah, uh, and of course, you know, Jethro Jenkins, Dragonfly Jones. The, yeah, this is a man. The best made a career out of tweets. I guess. Uh, there is something. Okay, this is a really fucked up one. And I, anyone who's listening, if you have a problem with this, I'm sorry, but it does make me laugh every time. Uh, my, my one of my best friends Ben sent me this years ago, years ago, and I still every time I look at it, I'll 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 send it to you, Dalvin, so you'll know what I'm talking about. But like, so there's a picture of <laughs> of George W. Bush. Standing next to George H.W. Bush, who's looking really old and decrepit. He's, he's in a wheelchair. And, <laughs> and like, he's got this weird face, like, looking, like, smile. Like, they're obviously posing for a, a photo. And he's got this weird smile going on. And, like, it's very ugly-looking smile. And it's literally, like, the caption, it zooms on his face. And it goes, when you know your son did 9-11. Dog. I see that. I see that. Dog. Every time I look at it, I die. Like, I was like, oh my God. It's not even. Look, I don't like a 9 11. I really don't like 9 11 jokes. But it's the fact that they captured his face so perfectly. Oh, dog. Every fucking time it gets me going. Uh, yeah. Anyway. No, that would get me every time. Anyway. Okay. Who was. Your first crush, you know, person you know, or like celebrity or whatever, you know, whatever. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get really, really open for these these listeners of your podcast. I've never admitted this to anyone, but I'm pretty sure the first time I ever really felt, you know, what I'm saying like an attraction. Yeah. Was like, and I was like a kid. I'm like six or seven, but Chippendale uh, Rescue Rangers, the girl mouse. I don't know. I swear to God, dude. That was like the, the first time I ever felt about like, ooh, my hormones are working right now. What's going on with this mouse chick? She was a baddie. I don't know. I'm not laughing also, at you. That's just so you know, random. It's very random. I'm just I remember like where I even was like, in the house oh specifically. Look, man, don't yeah. feel bad. There are like hundreds. I don't feel, of... I don't feel bad. I just confess this on, you know, <laughs> But no, it's like there are like hundreds of like thousands of people who are like, I, I love. I love. I'm not a no, who, who, there are tons of people out there who love Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and she's animated, so it's like it doesn't it doesn't matter. But like, 
That's pretty random, dude. That's very interesting. I never. Yeah, I, I mean, since you had that question, you like, I was like, yo, I might as well tell them, speak my truth. <laughs> I appreciate the insight. That's that's pretty revealing. I'll give you that. Uh, Maybe I'm a constant furry. Oh my god. No, I just think that. I mean, <laughs> I I really. My, mine was Amy Jo Johnson from the Power Rangers, like the first Pink Power Ranger. Like that was my. I was like, that was like when I was like, girls question mark i was like what See, is this me, when i was a kid like i liked girls my own age i was like women i didn't get it yet oh uh, okay i get okay I so, get like, whenever saying. like a tv show was like they were, like all the girls like, if you go back and watch the show smart guy every girl that they brought to be like a love interest tj was like a childhood baddie like at <laughs> the time i was so into those girls like, it was wild oh man uh anyway <laughs> very specific references but uh What's your favorite dessert? Trislicious. Probably. I'm Ooh, not a big dessert guy. But good call. Like, that is always delicious. Good call. That is... A, if anyone listening, if you've never had Trislicious, I'm going to tell you, man. Look, my father... I have a very uh, uh, complicated relationship with my father, but one of the best things he ever did for me was he took me to a Mexican restaurant, and I got to try not only Trislicious, but also flan. Oh, so delicious. good. <laughs> so good. I was like, this was a good day. This was a delicious ass day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next question. If you could trade places with a famous and or powerful person alive today, who would it be? You know, maybe okay. for like a day or a week or a month or however long you want to do it. Okay. All right. Vladimir Putin. Oh, Obviously. Because I think he's the most powerful person in the world right now. Now, I... You know, there's a point in every superhero movie or James Bond movie where, like, all right, James Bond's getting all this shit together. He's got this new gear. He's got this new team. And he's about to try to go at the bad guy. And the bad guy's at his highest position of strength. And you're like, I legitimately don't know who's going to win. I feel like that's where Putin is right now. You know what I'm saying? It is that point yeah. of the movie. I want to see what it's like. I want to see. He is sitting at the pinnacle of world power. Is he, like, the way he is because... You know, he wants to take over and rule everything. Is he doing that because he just wants to, like, you know, it's the only way Russia can survive? I don't know. I'm genuinely curious. And I feel like he's so secretive. The only way you'll find out is to be him. This just in, Dalvin Ford is a Russian bot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I did, I did, I, I did, if I said any words of admiration about Vladimir Putin, I did not mean it. I just mean that he's definitely... <laughs> running some shit right now. He seems like he's real good at his job. He used to be the head of the KGB and it seems like he just maintained all those skills. He is, <laughs> he is I, I look I don't want anyone I don't want like any Russians listening to like want to come and like poison me. But like he does if seem I like a super I got poisoned by Russia, that's a real dumb way to die. So <laughs> I feel like I would die a painful death, but like yo, why would they People be like, what the fuck? Why did they kill him specifically? But yeah, he does feel, he does give off some super villain vibes where you're just like, yeah. huh, this dude is bad and we're all like kind of okay with it. Not okay it with is, it, but yeah, like. Yeah, because he's bad and he's brazen. Yeah. So people just have to like suck it up. I kind of darkly respect it. I mean, he's obviously doing atrocities on people and killing people and that's terrible now, but I mean, in the sense of that yeah. he was able to amass the power to do it. It's, it's really interesting, interesting being in a second Cold War. Like, yeah, but but the 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 and fucked up part. Is, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we have like one of their guys is our guy, so it's like, oh, this is this is interesting. Okay, this is kind of a whack question. I'm debating whether to get rid of it because everybody seems to be answering the same question, okay. uh, giving the same answer. I'm trying to give you the weirdest possible answer. Then 
Uh, would you rather drive in a NASCAR race or drive in a monster truck race? Oh, yeah, monster truck for sure. Oh, really? Is that what everybody says? No, oh, you say wait, NASCAR. Hell no. What? Yeah, dude, everybody. Why would I want to drive around in a circle over and over again just to see how fast I can go? I can fucking launch my shit <laughs> off ramps and crush little cars. Like, I'm always wishing I was in a monster truck. See, when that's... I'm in traffic, that, I mean, that unfortunately means murder. If there's a way that I can safely trample cars in my monster truck, I would absolutely do that nonstop. Come on. People who are picking NASCAR, that's how I know they have no imaginations. Their inner child is dead. So that's why I like. Oh, that's why I thought it, the question was interesting because I was like, both of them sound equally awesome to me. Like Nothing I would. Nothing sounds awesome about driving in a NASCAR. That car's going so fast. But a race, a like, race is interesting. Like there's like maybe it's not. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking more of like Formula One. Like that would be more exciting because it's not yeah. just a circle. It's you know it's a it's a route it's and stuff like. like a fancy city. It's yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I, I just think like. NASCAR, though, nah, I'm not trying to be a fucking. Martinville, North Carolina, <laughs> driving in a circle for five hours. I'm very Gucci on that. <laughs> well, thank you. I was I was debating whether to get rid of that question because everyone was answering NASCAR. So I'm glad that you shook uh, bucked the train. Martinville is in North Carolina. Also, <laughs> I hate to be incorrect. I should have just said Texas Motor Speedway. Okay, me. last question, and then we I'll let you go. And I again, I appreciate you uh, taking the time. Okay. Okay. No what is some good advice? you wish you would have had in the past or you could, you know, give your younger self. All right. Um, this is kind of a coin answer because it's good advice that I did get from lots of people. I just didn't listen to it, but like I should have definitely like studied in school for sure. And like, if I could, that's my only regret in life. Like, I feel like my life could have been fundamentally different because I could have got accustomed to doing hard work frequently and I wouldn't be uh, as lazy as I am now. And I would have, you know, probably, move to different places and maybe live a different lifestyle if I would have like actually gave a fuck about school. See I yeah, I, I I first off I totally respect that like everybody. Like it's kinda hard to tell someone, a kid, like, look, man, you don't understand. But what you're doing now is going to pay off. Like it doesn't seem like it, but it's going to pay off if you stay on the straight and narrow and like actually take interest in these stupid boring things. Like so yeah. But I, I see mine would have been and I'm, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to deprogram some of my bad habits, like, you know, trying to go into my 30s eventually, like, you know, functioning. And I'm trying to deprogram these bad habits. And one of them is, like, just, I would have told my younger self, it's like, man, it's all right. Fuck these people. Like, why do you care what other people who don't matter think of you? Like, it's like, it's what do you... weird, because you, like, have to get that with age. Because I feel yeah. like every, as a, as a teen, everybody suffers from that. And yeah. Either you get out of it or you don't, but it always comes with age. Yeah, it's it's like you don't want to be you're 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 thinking you're not really thinking like oh this is temporary like this is you know like this is the this is the situation I'm in right now uh, and I don't want to make the situation worse by making it awkward or like being it. But then you got to realize like man fuck it like don't even fucking matter. None of these people matter. Like it, yeah, exactly. Because I guess when you're so young, your life feels big. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You haven't experienced a lot of it yet. Like, this is the only world you know. And if you fuck up this world, you're fucked. But, like, as an adult, you know, like, I'm not even live in this town next year. I'm not even work. Fuck y'all. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I, I can start over anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and again, it's like, what What are they going to do? Like, what? oh, they're going exactly. to they're gonna laugh. Okay, they might laugh, but, like, they're either, it's, what, fuck them. Like, fuck them. Nobody yeah, gives like, a I shit. Like, none of these people. 
And you know what? Like they could say, like especially like when you're in your late teens, early twenties, like people will be like, "You think you think you think your problems are so like unique, and your problems are so like complicated, but everybody's going through the same thing, and your problems aren't that complicated. You're just probably being impatient or like insecure or like you know just." Breathe, just breathe, man. Just fuck them, fuck them. Does none of this matters and shit like that. Just don't, just do you, man. Fuck it. The more you know. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Uh, exactly. <laughs> thank you, man. It's another great episode. Uh, thank you, John. I appreciate it. We're uh, we got a few more episodes episodes to go until we get to the four hundredth, but. Again, hey, I you're gotta, there. Do I curse the most on my episodes? Uh, I really hope that I do. No, uh, well, I don't think anyone curses more than I do on this, but, uh, uh. I was like, man, I dropped a few motherfuckers in this, like, I hope that's okay. No, you're fine. Thank you again, everyone listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, like and subscribe, comment, all that bullshit. Uh, appreciate that it. Bullshit. Share it, share it with your friends. Share it with strangers. Share it with your comrades, yeah. because Rush, because apparently Dalvin's a Russian. Uh, spy. It's on LinkedIn. Endorse <laughs> John and I for podcasting on LinkedIn. It's really like cheating for me. I don't podcast. I just go on his podcast. You should start, man. It's not as complicated as one would think. But uh, anyway, thank you again, Dalvin. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, man. And I'll uh, and go Deutschland, I guess. Yeah, no. Nah. Wait, what? That's French for go France. Allez les bleus. Oh, I didn't. It kind of like broke up when you said it. Damn, what a poor time. Like, I would have had that like nice flex of me speaking French at the end and it breaks up. Yeah, man. I hope you enjoy your trip, man. That sounds like it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Let's get it. All right, bro. Hey, T- and give my best, Ebenezer, and take care, man. I will. Thank right. you, man. Bye.